Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we are going to talk about it's a spiritual warfare. Yes, it is a spiritual warfare. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. The fact that a real battle is not against flesh and blood is forgotten by many Christians who put their efforts in that direction. Principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Apostle Paul uses a variety of our spiritual enemies. We should regard them as being on many different levels and many different ranks. Yet they all have one goal is to knock the Christian down from their place of standing. Satan or the devil has been given a number of titles in the scriptures. 52 times in the scriptures, this has been de designated as Satan in Job chapter one, verse six says, now it came about on the day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord that Satan also came among them. I'm going to go over some names about the devil. I'm not going over all the names, but I'm going to go over a few of them for you can look at his characteristics. The devil, this is one of the most popular names. It only appears in the New Testament. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. The devil literally means slender. Satan is called this because he slender both God and humanity. In the Garden of Eden, in Eden, he slendered God's character. Tempter. Satan is the one who tempts people to sin. He wants to bring out the worst in, in each of us. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 3 says, The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, I command these stones to become loaves of bread. The deceiver of the whole world. This fallen angel deceives the unbelieving world. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 9 says this, And the great dragon was cast down, the old serpent, he that is called the devil, and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was cast down to the earth, and his angels were cast down with him. Ruler of authority of the earth. He is the authority over the present evil world system. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2 says, in which you used to live when you follow the ways of this world, and the ruler of the kingdom of the earth, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Accuser of God's people. God's people are consistently accused by the evil angel. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 says, then I heard a loud voice in heaven proclaiming now have come to the salvation in the power in the kingdom of God, in the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our comrades has been thrown down who accuses them day and night before our God. Satan, our devil, is known by a number of names in the scriptures. All of these names point out to his evil character. The characteristics we found in his creatures in this creature are hospitality, cunning, power, and evil intense towards God and his people. Collectively, they are all members of spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. They are all part of spiritual army that is organized and established into ranks. 
and is under the headship of Satan, who comes against us. We learn more about these principalities and powers from the New Testament. So let's get into the New Testament. Yes, I know I'm reading you a lot of scriptures, but at the end of the day, we got to know who we're fighting against. Because for some reason, even the believers in Christ Jesus, we think we wrath against flesh and blood. We hate against flesh and blood. We gossip about one another. We, we envy one another. We are jealous of one another. But that is not what our fight is. Our fight is in the heaven places. So if we can stop gospeling one another and stop being envy of one another and stop being jealous of one another and start getting God's word within our body, start getting God's word within our mind, for we can start spitting out God's word against the devil, but we can start getting on our knees and start praying in season and out of season so we can learn how to defeat the devil. See, that's where we learn how to win victory over the devil. It's not against us. Can we stop doing that? It's not against us. We shouldn't be hating each other. We shouldn't be envy of each other. We shouldn't be jealous of each other. We shouldn't be gospeling about each other. That is carnality. That is our carnality natural center way. But no, we are good. I mean, we are a child of the most high God. The God of Abraham, the God of Jack, that, that God of the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the living God. We got to get in the spiritual warfare. That's what our fight is against. It's nothing to do with one another. All behind it is nothing but the Satan. So let's get back into the word of God. So I'm going to go into Romans chapter 8, verse 38. And say this, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 21 says, he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rules and authority, power and dominion, every name that is invoked, not only in this present age, but also in one to come. And in Colossians chapter 2, verse 15 says, And having disarmed the powers and authority, he made a public spectacle to of them, trumping over them by the cross. So the reason why I read you these scriptures to back it up, to tell you that you as a believer in Christ Jesus, you can win over the enemy. You can win. You can conquer over him. You can defeat the devil. You can defeat the darkness. You can defeat your bad habits. But you got to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And you got to know God's word. And pray, 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 pray. Jesus help us. And so in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 5, look at this. It says this. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. See, one of Satan's devices that we must recognize so we can resist and overcome him is his evil work in human mind. Satan desires to control our thoughts because he knows well that our thoughts determines our action. Did you hear that? That's why he desires to mess with our mind. But we got to be like believers and renew our mind in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 2, for we can renew our mind, not conform to this world. But Satan likes to deceive us in our mind for our thoughts, it determines our action. He injects thoughts and lies into our minds, hoping we will accept them as our own and act accordingly. Our goal should be to know God's word well enough to immediately recognize and reject the thoughts that do not agree with his word. You hear that? Our goal should be to know God's word well enough. I know I'm saying it two times, but I want to make sure you heard this. 
enough to immediately recognize and reject all thoughts that do not agree with his word and to replace them with the thoughts that do agree with it. See, fearful, angry, judgmental thoughts are among Satan's, most of his used weapons in trying to deceive and diminish God's children. God has a large, free, full life plan for us, and Satan seeks to limit us in every way so we will live small, joyless, unproductive lives. He is a thief and a liar. Yes, Satan is a thief and a liar, and we can't trust his lies. We have to defeat his lies with Christ Jesus, conquer the devil with the power of the Holy Spirit. We are not failures. We are winners in Christ Jesus. We are not mistakes. We are fearfully, wonderfully made. Let me say it again. We are not failures. We are winners in Christ Jesus. We are not mistakes. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. The weapons that we fight in is not against no flesh and carnal. It is a spiritual warfare that we fight back against and bring down those strongholds of Satan and bond up all the evil and wickedness. We pray to our God in season and out of season and no weapon formed against his children shall prosper. You got to understand and know who your God is and know what his words say and believe what his words say so you can fight back against the enemy. It's nothing to do with your flesh and blood of your brothers and sisters or your, or your neighbors. No, it's the spiritual warfare that's going on and Satan is showing up but God's children is conquering the enemy. Praise the Lord. So these weapons are powerful because they are spiritually and come from God. More of these weapons, commitment to truth, righteous living, gospel proclamation, faith, love, hope of salvation, the word of God, persevere in prayer. By using these weapons against the enemy, the church will emerge victorious. You heard that. By using these weapons for, of, um, against the enemy, the church will emerge victorious. Jesus, time goes by fast, y'all. <laughs> All right, so let's get back into the word of God. Y'all ready to get to the word of God? So back in 2 Corinthians chapter, uh, chapter 10, verse 5, it says this. We demolish arguments in every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We should immediately investigate the source of any thoughts or imagination that causes us to shrink back feel inferior, are incompetent to do what God has called us to do, or limit, are to limit us in any way. The thoughts the enemy plants in our minds never empowers us. They always steal from us. They torment us, preventing progress and growth in our lives. God certainly is not the author of such thoughts or imagination. Satan is. If we keep our mind actively focused on positive things and not let it be idle or passive, we will rob Satan of his opportunities to influence our thinking, thanking him and building strongholds in our mind. We can choose to think our own thoughts based on God's word instead of merely waiting to see what pops up in our mind. Let me give you four steps to bring some thoughts, um, thoughts life under Christ's lordship. Number one, be aware that God knows every thought and that nothing is hidden from him. And we will have to give account to God, to our thoughts, as well as for our words and deeds. Number two, be aware that the mind is a battleground. Some thoughts infinite with us while others come directly from the enemy. To take captive every thought requires warfare against both our sinful nature and satanic forces. Steadfastly resist and reject evil and unwholesome thoughts in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Remember that we as believers overcome our adversity by the blood of the lamb, by the word of our testimony, by persistently saying no to the devil, temptations and sin. Number three, 
Be determined and focus your mind on Christ and heavenly things rather than on earthly things for the mind. Controlled by the spirit is life and peace. Fill your mind with God's word in with those things that are noble, excellent, and praiseworthy. Number four, always be careful what your eyes sees in your ears here. Determine and refuse to let your eyes to be in an instrument for lust or to set any worthless or evil thing before your eyes. As Christians, warfare involves bring all thoughts into alignment with Christ Jesus' will. Failure to do so will lead immorality and spiritual death. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 11, it says this, Family, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the whole full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil and his devil schemes. As Christians, we are engaged in a spiritual conflict. It is described as a warfare of faith that continues until we enter the life to come. Satan is a masterful strategist who seeks our downfall by his various schemes. Some of the wiles of the devil are division in the church, unbelief in promises of God, discouragement, temptations to sin, compromising of conscience, unwillingness to forgive, getting our eyes off of Jesus, fear, accusation, indulging our sinful nature, spiritual empathy, and so forth. Apostle Paul is telling us to take our stand against the schemes of the devil. We can take confidence in the fact that our victory has been secured by Christ Jesus himself. Through his death on the cross, Jesus waged a trumpet battle against Satan, disarmed the evil powers and authorities, led captives in his train, and redeemed the believer from Satan's power. You hear that? He redeemed us by his power. Let me tell you this scripture, Luke 10, verse 19 through 20. I have given you the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and uh, to overcome all the power of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your name is are written in heaven. You heard that. So we do not rejoice because the spirits are submitting me, yes, submitting to us, but we rejoice because our name is written in heaven. That's the reason why we rejoice. So let me say this: serpents and scorpions in turns represented the most dangerous forces of spiritual evil. Christians have power over evil spirits because Christ has given us authority over Satan. Christ warns his disciples that they must not make power over demons or success in ministry the primary source of their joy. The rejoicing must come from the fact that our redeemed from sin and our destiny is into heaven. And that's why we rejoice because we are we are redeemed by the blood of the lamb. We are, we are set free. We are separate from sin and darkness and our name is written in heaven. And that's the reason you should be happy. And you have a spiritual warfare that you got to fight and you got to know who you fighting against so don't fight among your brothers and sisters that looking naturally flesh and blood but get on your knees and start praying consistently and persistently and get into god's word for you can learn how to fight back against the real enemy which is satan thank you so much for listening to divine inspiration god bless you bye